The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Sapphire Master. My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers! So, what are we drinking today? We are having some scotch. I love the days we have scotch. I do too. Uh, we're uh, trying one of our stock items, yep. Alberfeldi. It's a 12-year Highland single malt scotch whiskey, and it's aged 12 years in oak barrels. In oak barrels, okay. And it's got a, such a nice golden... Lovely golden color. It's got a beautiful nose, really soft. I love see, the way I love the way the nose just develops in the glass. See, I like this. I, it's hard because I'm starting to really like scotch. Yeah. And I know that the water opens it up too. Yes. And it's not that much water. It's psychological for me, but I like it also neat like this. I like it. Yeah. It's not psychological. <laughs> well, psychological the, in the sense that I think I liked it neat, and then when I try it with the bouquet open I like it too but sometimes I like I prefer it neat and I can't really go backwards at that point that's interesting yeah I think you know if you think even just a drop of water it just adds that little bit of you know H2O Mm -hmm. that binds with the alcohol and it it lets the bouquet out yeah so you don't need a lot of water no 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 so it's not like you're diluting it I know that's why I say it's psychological (laughs) but it's not but it's not happening so I'm going to add some water a couple drops it's got a lovely bouquet. It's got a lovely full. The aroma. color of it is fantastic. It's like you're drinking the color. Well, and they and their claim to fame is a lot about where they distill this. There was gold rush type things going oh, really? on in that area, and so you get to try their liquid gold is what they refer to. I, I mean, see. That, that's a big selling point for them, and it it does. It looks like a gold coin, basically. Yeah, it does. With water, it's just so much softer and more gentle. Well, the nose is even softer, mm-hmm. you know. God, that's really easy drinker. It really is. That's an easy drinker. It's beautiful whiskey. That makes it dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it does make it dangerous. Well, we're almost moved in. We are almost moved in. It's just the craziest thing when you pack like we packed. Sort of in a hurry. In a hurry, as well as we had helpers packing and... We have a way of noting what's in the boxes, right. and like if there was clickers for the TV or right. something, we would have made really good notes. Right. But you know how that goes. 
So we have spent the last week looking for clickers. We've looked for cables for the computer monitors. Right. Uh, now we have all this art on the floor. We're looking for our picture hangers. Right. I was really careful to, to put all the picture hangers I know, in the plastic bag. And you, know? you did a great job on that. But I'm at the point now where I'm like... They can't cost they that much. I'm not <laughs> worried about it. I've got. Let's get some picture hangers, yeah. mainly so we can get more stuff off the floor and up, right. and it feels more homey. Absolutely, with our art up, you know. Yeah, I mean, art's not on the floor, and then of course, just you know, getting the boxes emptied one by one. Yeah, and just we had a hundred and forty forty boxes, boxes or, or something so. like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean we've we've unpacked very quickly. But it's also unpacking two different divorces yes. that have come together. And so there's basically, I'll just say it, shit in boxes that you don't even know you had. You haven't looked at it in three to five years. You right. didn't know it was there. Well, I'll give you an example. So I found two photo albums yeah. that I thought had been thrown away. And I was really heartbroken about it. Right. And I found them, and these were my photo albums from when I was in high school and college. Oh, neat. And I found them, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, they've been sitting in boxes for more than five years. There were, there were boxes that I never opened from the divorce, even. What I, what I find about this, it's, it's very exhausting, and it's stressful yes. because there's emotion attached to all of it, too. Right. And we're two separate people bringing our household together. We, we were before, but I kind of moved into your existing, yes. right? So now we're creating it newly, yes. which is a whole new thing. And you, I think I'm going through this thing, I did this after the divorce too, where I just purged stuff because I was like, it's just things. I yeah. don't. And then I also recognize, you know, this thing that I have has been sitting on a shelf as a dust bunny. Yes. And what, I refer to it maybe once every two or three years, like, you know, to show, hey, this is the award I got or this is the whatever. Right. And so I made a conscious decision a long time ago is like if we're keep not just for you but this is my decision I made for example my parents gave me some china for my grandmother and things like that and I'm like I'm gonna use it like daily use yeah. stuff I'm not gonna save it on a shelf as a artifact right for one if when I pass my kids are not gonna want the artifacts right. <laughs> that I have quite frankly right. uh, and what a crazy thing because a lot of the things are years old like they were new when my great-grandmother was alive let's say yes and it was a item they use like a teacup and why am i not using it i don't i just you know what i mean yeah the value of it sitting on a shelf compared to me enjoying it yeah so that's kind of how i've been going through the process of looking at stuff plus what an amazing time to live in technology yeah because there's a lot of things we both have said this like what do i do with this it's in a box. Right. You brought out some kind of fan today, right. and it's beautiful. It was a fan that was a gift to me by the track and field world organizers mm -hmm. in Korea, from Daegu. And it was a gift because I was on the medical staff. Yeah. And it was a gift. So I've got a, a fan in a box. I don't know what to do with it. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and and I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm just using that as an example because I also today right. found a Chinese fan that I think I got. It was in my memory box when I went to San Francisco on a trip to visit my great aunt when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. 
and I went to Chinatown, yeah. and I bought, the, I'm sure I bought it like a dollar fan right. or whatever, but I've kept it all this time, right? So I open it up, and it's pristine, because it hasn't been opened, but maybe three times in my lifetime, right. which is another sad state of affairs. Well, it is. And I thought, what am I going to do with this? Because of memories and sharing with your children and your family, yeah. it doesn't do any good in a box. No. So I'm going to take a picture of it, and then put Post it, it. Put it into my memory area of Facebook or my memoir, whatever, yeah. and then be rid of it. Right. And the reality is I'm probably going to look at the picture a lot more often than I will ever go to the box and take it out. Right. And God knows I'm not going to use it for anything. Well, you know, we're we're downsizing. We're going from 1,700 square feet to 1,100 oh. square feet. Yeah, because we're living in the city now. Because we're living in the city. Yeah. And, you know, an 1,100 square foot two-bedroom apartment with two bathrooms is still a big apartment by many standards. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's people in other cities saying... Shame on you. You yeah. have a lot of space. And, and it's true. Yeah. But you also moved from a house that was something. It was 2,800 square feet. Yes. Down to 1,700. Yes. And now. And now to 1,100. So we've thrown away a lot of stuff. We've given away a lot of stuff. But we made an agreement to only keep things that have meaning to us. Yeah. And, and I was thinking about that today when working on the closet even. Yeah. With the clothes even. You know, you hang on to things, or yeah. you don't wear them very often, right? right? And now I'm going to really make an effort to say, if I'm not wearing that, there's a reason I'm not wearing it. Mm-hmm. It's either out of fashion, or I don't feel Doesn't comfortable fit. in it, or whatever, and I'm going to get rid of it. I mean, God knows, do I really need 10 different types of fleece pullovers? Right. Do I really need that? Right. So I'm thinking like, wow, what a fun time to be able to... Oh, okay, make sure I have a winter coat, and if I don't, buy a winter coat. Right. Make sure I have one dress coat. If I don't, buy a dress coat. Right. Wean my fleeces down to my favorite fleece. Right. Because why do I need Multiple. all of those? Yeah. It's crazy, but we collect. Well, we do. That's the nature of, of humans. You know, George Carlin did this great piece on, we just we get a house to get some stuff and then we have too much stuff so we get a bigger house you know and it's really like that you know we live in a consumer culture and Ugh, and that's totally. that's really why this whole idea of really keeping things that that have meaning to you is worthwhile because now the things you have around you are things you actually want i was looking at these things we put up over the mantle and yeah. they're, they're all like bits and pieces from africa and yes. when i was in France, seeing the tour of yes. the Peloton, yes. you know, these are things that have meaning to me, Yes, right? And, they, yes. and, and those are worth keeping. Yes. Oh, I agree. I even thought about, you know, because people, humans collect glassware like it's yes. going out of style. I thought, oh, what we'll slowly do is we'll find so many pint glasses that we like and so many martini glasses and so many wine glasses. We don't need 15. Right. We need two if we worry about entertaining, then we'll get four. But if we don't have more than that, well, frankly, our apartment can't host a huge party. No. So the reality is we're going to have couples over or right. people at, over. At the most, right. At the most. And if I really get more people in here, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the party store and buy plasticware, right. plastic wine glasses, and that's what we're going to use. Right. Or plastic cups. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fret that I don't have enough of something. Right. Because no. it's just not worth it. No. It's just no. not worth it. And my goal ultimately doesn't mean it has to be your goal, but my kind of a fantasy is to not have stuff. Yeah. And leave and go travel right. and not have stuff. 
And we've talked about that, about downsizing to the point that we're on a sailboat and we can just unhook and go. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so that's what we've been up to. We've been packing, trying to hook things up, get things connected, find wires, find (laughs) clickers, all of that. Order appliances. Yeah. I mean, really, we we got here, the fridge doesn't work. So Yeah. And then that became a big hassle with the um, landlord landlord on... You know, where we keep the old... And we're like, no, absolutely not. We're not keeping the old fridge on hand. It's the state of being a landlord. You have to replace things as they break. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's so in our world. And we are getting closer. There are fewer boxes. There are fewer things to do. Way fewer boxes. I'm going to take a moment and acknowledge you for being a really amazing unpacker. (laughs) <laughs> and organizer of things like closets and kitchens and clothes and what have you. So I really, I really am amazed at how incredible it is to have a partner in this project. Well, I acknowledge you for that too, because putting our spaces together and allowing us to create and have that back and forth where we're really just having an inquiry with each other. I'm like, what do you think this goes? Where do you think this? Do we need this? Yeah. Or whatever. And we're making these quick decisions on mm-hmm. things that we've probably been bringing with us from box to box for mm-hmm. years. It's true. When you lose 700 square feet, you got to get rid of some stuff. I-, I get that too, but people would find a way, like if they really were you know, hanging on, they'd say, let's get a storage unit. But we're just like, no, let's really try to, like, I'm even just looking at your art on the, on the fireplace now, like you just said, and I'm looking behind you at the glass and seeing your little stones sitting there. And I think those are for sure. Those are items we care about, Right. you know, the plant we care about your cabinet, your liquor cabinet. We care about that. Yes. Because it holds our liquor, but it's a gorgeous piece of furniture. It's beautiful. You know, and just how in this short period of time, how we've like really geared down on things. We've gotten yeah. rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. It's good. Well, thanks for being on my team. Thank you. Yeah. So on to our podcast today, I wanted to talk about cuddling. Cuddling. Cuddling's so great. I it's love really cuddling. really great. You know, there are times when we're cuddling where I can just close my eyes <laughs> and I can literally imagine I'm on a like a magic carpet ride you know (laughs) and cuddling doesn't always lead to sex no it's just sometimes just cuddling i think cuddling on its own is just a necessary part of being human well you know there 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 are definitely medical benefits you know yeah it eases stress yep you know when you cuddle with someone you care about your body releases oxytocin which makes you more likely to deal better with stress yep and that happens lowers your blood pressure and lowers your stress hormone which also helps Mm -hmm. and it may even be good for your heart you know right well and obvious obviously you connect with partners you had mentioned support to your immune system right but it does it really does i know that when i've been sick and i getting you know cuddle care basically of at some level i feel better even in my crappiest moment yeah Cuddling relieves pain, helps you fight colds, Mm -hmm. does a lot of really good things. You know, I really love just the experience of transforming from being sort of go, go, go to taking a time out. You know, as as adults, we don't take a time out. (laughs) Yeah. 
But to take a time out and, and to, to have that physical contact with somebody, yeah, it's so reassuring and it's so affirming and it's so loving. It's like such a amazing space. You know, after my divorce, one of my friends who was this young woman, she was a teacher's assistant. Mm-hmm. She was said. She said to me, "I'm going to start a cuddling business." Oh, and I was like, "Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll be a customer." Yeah. And you know what she did was was really cool. She she had a whole bunch of release forms, mm-hmm. and like things you were agreeing to. Sure. To so, not, so it's no, consensual. No, in, no inappropriate touching. Yeah. No, yeah. no inappropriate conversation. No sexual contact. You know any of that. And. You're sort of making an agreement because you got to get into the physical space. Because you're really close to somebody. Really yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I thought that was interesting. And I was happy to sign the documents. And then we, like, cuddled for an hour. And <laughs> I was, like, so stressed up until that moment. Right, From right. the hassle of divorce and dealing with my ex-wife and the kids and the lawyers yeah. and the just the move and the hassle, you know. And to just have that physical contact with somebody to to just hold you and just give you a sense of you're being cared for just like when we were children yes i mean that's really if you think about it what do we do with children a lot we we hug them and cuddle them and bring draw them close so that their anxiety is alleviated their fears are alleviated we're protective it's safe yeah so i totally get that yeah. And, you know, it's fine if it leads to sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes the way we cuddle, it does. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. we don't cuddle with our clothes on necessarily. No. Sometimes we cuddle with our clothes off. Yes, exactly. And, and then sometimes that leads to inappropriate touching. <laughs> <laughs> or I would say appropriate in our spectrum. Yes, it is. <laughs> but in the cuddle world, it would be inappropriate. But... Yeah, so I think cuddling is a great way to interact with each other. Yes, and I want to bring up, too, during COVID, I get people are feeling isolated. Yeah. And I would say in some of the research that I've seen, too, is obviously the ideal situation for humans is to have another human cuddling. But yeah. cuddling your pets, which a lot of people do have pets, yeah, is actually... Obviously great for your pet because pets have anxiety too and they usually feed off of your behaviors and moods. Right. And so cuddling is reassuring for them, but it is a way to alleviate stress. For example, we went to Starbucks the other day to get coffees because we're still living out of delivery and, and fast food kind of thing while we're waiting for our kitchen to get finished. Yeah. And a worker inside the store, manager of sorts, was... You could tell she was kind of stressed. Very pleasant, but stressed. And one of her customer friends had brought their dog outside. Yeah. And so she disrobed all her barista gear and went out and just feverishly. I I mean, that's what it was. It wasn't just petting the dog. It was like getting down to his level. It was like a German shepherd. And petting him vigorously and just really hugging him and bringing him in. And I thought at first I was like, wow, she's really enthusiastic about that. And and she knew the dog, obviously. But at the same time, as much as the dog was getting out of it, she was getting out of the same thing. And that's in the middle of her work day. Yeah. Well, it turns out you get the same benefits from cuddling a dog. You do. As you do cuddling a human. And that's why people have pets. Exactly. Or care for animals. Yeah. Because there's something they're getting from that. That's right. Well, yeah. we have a dog. Yes. That's a, a fantastic a total dog. total 
lover dog. Mm-hmm. He literally hugs you, and he like puts his head on your shoulder. He cuddles like a little toddler. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He sits up. Like, he doesn't lay across you. I mean, he, he will. He does, yeah. But he actually stands up on you to hug you. Right. And he's a forced petter. Yeah. He, he force pets. He definitely yeah. will ask for when he needs his, which is super awesome. Right. That he asks for it. The satisfaction of getting his love through his cuddling. That's super, you know. It's super important for, I had us, him, for us. I had him as a young dog after my divorce. Yeah. And he really got me through the worst of that period just by yeah. being physically in contact with me. So he's a he's a great addition. So I think, you know, whether you're cuddling a person or you're cuddling your pets, mm-hmm. cuddle. Put cuddling on your schedule. Yeah. We make a point of cuddling every night. Mm-hmm. And there's good data that it improves your sleep as well. And if you don't have a dog, right. you don't have a person and you're isolated, I want to encourage you to self-cuddle. It's not the same. However, there are lots of meditative type programs that have you actually stop and wrap your arms around yourself and actually acknowledge your own self-care, love Mm. of self. Um, And I remember doing that one time thinking, this is silly. Here I am hugging myself, right? Right. How often do you do that? And what's crazy is if you actually think about it, you never do that, right? But when you actually take time and you're in the right frame of mind and you do that... It's a super personal experience right. caring for yourself. Right. Yeah. I recommend a good cuddle. I do too. Yeah. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!